growing your network so that you can grow your net worth. This is a Saturday special. I'm Scott Yurt. Welcome once again. This is not a podcast to just get you motivated and inspired. This podcast comes with the sole purpose to discuss strategies that we can all implement into our business right now that can increase how much money we earn. We'll hear from successful business people about marketing, sales, recruitment, training and mindset, the key principles to grow a business, make it recession-proof and thrive in today's business world. So, as I said, this is another Saturday special, so of course, if you can hear some of the traffic drive by, some of the wind, etc., the audio may not be that great, apologies in advance, but I'm hoping that the content in this subject will, because it's to do with finances, it's to do with money, and no matter how, oh, sort of worldwide served we are in terms of the community and just building something great and being charitable and providing employment and just being a great company uh, that does good for the world, we have to make money. In order to still be able to do those things and to provide that value to people, we still need to make money. And one of the key ways that I have noticed a huge uptake in my business over the years, absolutely, However, in particular, recently when I have been actively making a conscious effort to deliberately try and network with people of a much higher status than I currently am that have run bigger businesses. Uh, And so it is a crucial way of actually growing your bottom line. It's about, even if you're a solopreneur, it's a crucial way of actually just growing how much money you make. And certainly as a business owner, Uh, If you don't want to just survive, but you absolutely want to thrive, you must grow your network. It's something that's talked about. I I, I do agree that the the line of growing your net uh, work to grow your net worth is a little bit cheesy. Uh, That I would agree with, but it's true. The more hands you shake, the more money you make. And it is true. And the more money you make, the more value and the better service that you can actually provide. So uh, why... Do I want to talk about that? Well, just to set things up for you, recently I have been uh, hired a few more staff at the office, and I have said that I re- and the reason for doing that is I really want to concentrate on growing and focusing on the high value tasks and growing the business uh, or our businesses. We have a kind of group of companies, and um, yeah, I want to focus on different elements of that. And so we've hired some people and what it's allowed me to do is think of the ways and how we can network and build and grow relationships. And not only build new relationships, but also improve upon current relationships. You know, start to focus and give more attention to the people that we've already started to shake hands with and see if there's anything and how we can improve that. Um, So... How do we do these things? And that's that's really why I want to talk about it. While it's fresh in my mind, while it's something I'm actively doing, and while I'm actively doing it and I can share some of these ideas with you and some of these thoughts with you, I just think it's maybe something that, as a business owner, we can get so caught up in the, um, in the doing and the sort of low-value tasks and the, 
uh, things of working in the business or the concept of working in the business versus on the business and it's dangerous. I mean, I have found myself getting caught up in that on so many occasions and if you get caught up in it for too long you fast forward and you might be making some money in the short term but all of a sudden a year later and you're still grinding away and with no real sort of no real business you've just got a maybe a well-paid job uh, that you can slightly come and go on sometimes but not 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 really a business what you should look at your business as is an investment so it works for you it makes you money even if you are not there and that's really what's been going through my, my mind recently. And one of the key ways of doing that is growing your network. Now, you can do this in a couple of different ways. You can do this in terms of just shaking hands and meeting at networking events in free of charge type ways, reaching out to people on social media. And you can also do you can you can pay to play as well by going on different sort of mentorship groups and, and different programs and in and, and different ways. And so we're going to discuss some of these things that I've been doing and some of the ways that you might want to consider doing them yourself. Um, but the problem really being is that if you don't have a focus on this, you run the risk of, in uh, a, a not-too-distant future, coming really stuck and having that well-paid job, which all of a sudden now is not so well-paid. And all of a sudden, those relationships that you've neglected or you've failed to build, which would have been really crucial for you in times of trouble are no longer there and this is the problem with a lot of businesses and there's a clear reason why a lot of people go into business as a great technician they go in there because they are a great hairdresser they go in there because they are a great uh, barista and they want to make their own coffee they want to start their own coffee shop they go in there because they're a great engineer and welder um, but unfortunately they fail or they fall down with certain skill sets when it comes to running a business, which is a skill in itself. You can be a technician at actually running a business. And um, and so a lot of business owners, a lot of technicians go into business and they're great at building that specific product, but they don't realise about some of the other elements that they need to have. And, and so that, that there is, and one of those things is running a business, you have to grow your network. And what happens is these technicians fail to do that and then all of a sudden they get a difficult business challenge, uh, one that we, that is clear for everybody to know and it's, it's always something on business owners' minds and something I spoke about recently in another podcast is, in fact, I didn't speak about it, they said it's one of the biggest challenges, uh, which was uh, James Sinclair who is the head of a £12 million organisation and they were still talking about cash flow issues. So whether you're running one at a few hundred grand or whether you're running one at £12 million, these are things. this is a thing to consider. But ultimately, you get a cash flow problem in the business, you're a great technician at your craft, but you don't have the skill set around running the business. And you can suffer really badly as a result of that so much so that you're likely to go to business if it lasts too long and one of the ways as I say is of actually dealing with this is to grow your network the reason being is that there are going to be times where you need to be able to rely on um, customers relationships networking groups to bring business in to open doors for you to sort of explore new opportunities 
and I have a network right now whereby if I need to um, pull some deals in, I can do so. If I need to sort of um, transi- transition slightly from my current type of product and service, I could do that. Let's say the market's really difficult. One thing that's happening in our business right now is a, a piece of legislation has changed. They're going through an 18-month consultation, but it will change our industry. Uh, so there's a lot of, and it's going to become regulated by the FCA, and uh, a lot of businesses are going to struggle with uh, adapting to that there. So does that mean that we stop doing it and we transition? It may very well mean that, but we are in the position to deal with that. But if we weren't, then we do have a network and different resources that we can sort of transition our business to and um, divert our attention to some other product or service that is not going to be affected. And and time, when times are good and when times are bad, having a network is very good uh, and important within a business that way. So different ways in which you can be uh, sort of growing your network. Networking events first and foremost. Now, networking events like say, the BNI, your sort of breakfast morning clubs, these type of things are all potentially very good. But what you don't want to fall in the trap of is just going along to go along. And you're there in presence, you're there in body, but your mind and your spirit and your soul is not actually there. You stand with the same people every week, talk about the same old shit every week, and you don't really get anywhere that fast. And I see this a lot Remember when you go to a networking event, it's like as if you're sitting in front of a client. Now, I'm not saying you should pitch all the time at these networking events because you shouldn't pitch all the time anyway. You should be trying to add value and you should try to be impressing people and you should try to be you know, opening doors and bringing opportunities to them because if you can do that, then of course, on the way back, it will do it for you. Those people will do it for you. So go there with a goal in mind. Don't go there just to have a roll, have a coffee and chat because that is quickest way to actually ruining your morning, starting off your day bad and wasting the time, the important time within your business. Um, make sure it's productive. So when I go to any networking event, I will first of all review and analyse the sort of room regardless of how many people are there and I will literally laser in on a handful of people now, it might be a group, it may very well be a person, but I will laser in on that group or person and I will then plan how I'm going to go up to them and I'm going to interact with them um, and get to know them. And I go at that, although I've got an objective to uh, sort of grow a network and there is a, obviously a clear personal gain attitude, I always go up to that person with a view of genuinely getting to know them, getting to know their business and seeing how I can help them. But I will normally set a target of three people within that networking event. So if it lasts an hour or so, uh, normally these things will last anywhere from an hour to 90 minutes early mornings. But I'll go there with three, a a sort of goal of getting to shake many people's hands but getting to know three people significantly more than I sort of than I already know them uh, and if I know them at all that is so go there with a primary target with a goal and sort of mind uh, and go out there at these networking events to do that and these networking events are everywhere the second thing you want to be maybe looking at uh, particularly from the professional one is that it's been clear recently how powerful right now 
LinkedIn is. It is becoming the social media platform to really try and master. There is numerous experts and courses out there. I would certainly say do your do your due diligence first and foremost before you sort of commit any capital to to kind of going on courses to be able to work it better. But LinkedIn is a powerful, powerful place. And just a couple of tips and how to make it work for you. Now, first and foremost, I am in this process right now um, of building my sort of LinkedIn profile, more than just what it was before. I've had LinkedIn for years, put some articles on, hired people through it, nothing seriously, never built a brand. Of course, you can, you now get LinkedIn influencers, uh, key people that are actively on there and doing it very well. So look out for those people and see their patterns of how often they post, what type of posts, how are they structuring those posts. Be conscious of these things. Now also, very simple tactic, and I'm sure it's happened to you, and I would urge you to start doing it, is that look at people's profiles. Because naturally, when you look at people's profiles, they will then look at yours. Again, gathering that attention. Provide value. So when they put a comment on, like it and comment back. Did you like it? Be careful of if you didn't like it. I will never hold back. If there's something I disagree with, I won't slander it. I will give my version of it or my view on things and I'll make it a proper debate. But if there's something you like, tell them people you like it and tell them why you like it drop people a personal message as well I would advise you that you do invest in getting the sort of more LinkedIn premium services so that you can sort of uh, in-mail people which is basically send them a direct mail message there and I just feel it gives you much more flexibility to communicate with people uh, and it just is a very small investment uh, compared to the relationships that you can build it's, it's really nothing in my opinion so um, start to communicate with people again it's useless just saying, right, I'm going to do it. Set some targets. Now, if you're never used to doing and using LinkedIn or any type of social media, then again, I would say that don't start out with, I'm going to put out three three posts a day because it just wouldn't be reasonable uh, going from a standing start. But certainly be more active. Say that you might put on three posts per week to kick things off. Three posts per week that you're going to put out, which, by the way, is not nearly enough, but that's a start. Start to communicate maybe on an every other day basis with people, particularly in your industry and network, and provide value and comments. One of the ways that I, I and I love to, we buy a lot from people. Um, you know, one of the one of the best ones that we buy with our CM Comms, our kind of uh, telephony provider. I see Chris at CM Comms, and I would highly recommend them if anybody's listening and interested in getting telephony within their office, a VoIP based system. But one thing I like and admire about him, and this is why one of the reasons I would I, I stay with him is because he also um, clearly supports the companies he's worked with. He's on there regularly posting. He will comment on my posts. It might, might be a, a, a well done, totally agree. It might be something simple, it might be a like, but he is out there supporting his client bank, his, his clients. And what that does is it makes the clients feel good and it builds a kind of friendship and loyalty, which then means that maintaining that client bank is easier. So are you doing the same thing to one, build those relationships and then maintain those relationships? As I say, it's growing your network and improving your network is not always about new relationships. It could also be about improving those relationships you already have. 
So just another little tip, social media in general, but specifically LinkedIn. Then lastly, one that I want to just bring up on is those paid ones. So some that have been promoted to me uh, recently, um, I had James Sinclair on the podcast, and that will be coming out, um, well possibly actually, because we're a few weeks ahead, it might actually be out before this podcast, but check it out uh, either way. But James Sinclair, as I said, Chief Exec and founder of the Party Man Group, I believe what it is, and and £12 million a year, very successful, but just a pure love of business, has a business uh, masterclass type 2D intensive um, and you know it's, it's a couple of thousand pounds to attend that there and the value which and I will be attending that um, but the value that I have seen so far in the content the material I've seen the material it is vast and I can tell he's an intelligent businessman so again do or would I hesitate at spending that money no I wouldn't and even if, and I have done this, um, when I never really had the money to invest, I found the money. Because some of these courses have literally changed my attitude and mindset and actually ideas so much that if I had maybe some of the ideas and the resources now and done some of them, I would have been, I would have fast-tracked it. And what I mean is that I had the mindset... Um, Oh, sorry, I had the no fear mindset a number of years ago when I was investing some money in these, but I wasn't mature enough to actually reflect on them and follow through on them and implement them the way I am now. So I'm now playing catch-up. I'm trying to find these places where I can go. And the reason I'm talking about paid mentorship or paid programs like that is because see the other 10, 15, 20, 30 people People that are willing to invest that kind of money is people I want to do business with. These people are serious, they're committed, they're hardworking clearly, they're ambitious and hungry. That's the people I want to do business with. So, one, you tend to learn the quality tends to be better, not always, so do your due diligence. But if you've done your due diligence and you've reached out to people, always keep an open mind that, you know, never is everyone happy. Uh, and so you don't want to just base it on what one bad opinion. You know, get a fair, balanced opinion of these programs first and foremost. I've also got another one up, which is just marginally more expensive than James. A uh, couple of thousand pound business, sort of, um, and it's specific on a, an area of business that we are trying to grow. We've got a, a growing property portfolio. Property courses are becoming kind of popular. So there's a lot out there, some good, some not so good. However, we've done some research and we're attending one. Uh, or I'm attending one and um, it's to focus specifically on our property business uh, or or, or my property portfolio which is kind of growing and I just want to get different ideas but I'm also interested in getting closer to the people that's in there and that network and paying that type of money going so it's not just to get the knowledge that is absolutely part of it but it's to also network with the people that run the course and also the people that attend the course and also invest that type of money so just three ways which I would encourage you to um, grow your network because please believe me, when you grow your network, you will absolutely grow your net worth and it is critically important in business that we always as the business leaders have this in mind. And someone, even if you're a staff member of a company, someone that brings business to the table, opens doors and brings opportunities to the company, they are invaluable in a business. So even if you're an employee, still 
have an idea, I still have in mind doing this because you'll make you really invaluable. And when you go to the boss and ask for the promotion or ask for the wage rise, you're absolutely much more likely to get it if you're bringing something to the table. So just a little recap on that there. First and foremost, just your general networking events. But go to these uh, because you'll get all sorts of people that are going to these with no, that'll go there just wandering aimlessly along, going for a coffee and a chat and thinking that's what business owners do. It's not. You must go there with a goal in mind to shake certain hands and build meaningful relationships with people. And then, even more importantly, follow up on them. Number two, social media, but specifically LinkedIn. It's a huge platform. It's growing in importance. It has been around for a long time uh, and it is so easy to reach out to very high-ranking people and contact them. And if you're posting messages engaging enough, they may and should come back to you. And then finally, those paid places. Pay to play, as they would say. Do not look at it as uh, ridiculous and unnecessary. Look at it as essential to get in those groups where people are serious about business. And, uh, and pay to play, you know, work for them, do, do your due diligence first and foremost, of course, but pay to play. So just three things that I've been doing, I will be doing more of, um, and while it's fresh in my mind, I just wanted to share my thoughts. So I wish you all the best. Let me know what you think. Uh, give me any other ideas uh, if, if you wish that you grow your network. Please rate the podcast. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for listening, and I will speak to you soon.